live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Good afternoon, and we are back. The state of real estate. I am your host, Ashley Womack, with some other host, but I am the main host, Ashley Womack, with Great American Title, and I have with me today... Laurie Kopik with Prime Lending. And Jonathan Cottrell with Elizabethtown Properties. But as I said, I am the only host, Ashley she Womack. She said her name three times. <laughs> with Great American Title. She's like Rumpel Stills. Who are you again? Okay, so today we're diving right in. Lori has found... Right uh, this will be the quickest show ever. A bunch of really awesome questions. The people that are like, yes. That we're going to go through and give our... Lots of energy. Our thoughts. Can you not interrupt me? <laughs> and here we go. Um, and give our thoughts Just on it and post it on um, Facebook. And we want you guys feedback. And if you agree with us, you'll probably agree with me. Of course, you'll probably agree with Lori. Eh. Probably not with Jonathan, <laughs> but what's new? All right, Lori, what you got? All right. So last week we were talking about do's and don'ts. And because we only hit on a few of them, we wanted to go through some actually some real estate ones. So, um, I guess tell me if you agree with this. Do you research on the neighborhood? Yes. Go. Yes. <laughs> really? Is that how fast we're going to do it? But hold on. Okay. But like you research like, like what do you mean? Like you find a house, you That's research the street, you. or you then you research means? the surrounding right. homes for sale. So if they have families, then mm-hmm. you want to look at schools. Okay? okay. So if it's within our school district here, buses don't go within a mile of that elementary school. So having knowledge like that, and you can prep your clients based on your giving expectations, you can say, hey, look, you do understand this house is a half mile from the school that's right down there at that stop sign. So you're not on a bus route. You're going to have to think about those things. So research the neighborhood, um, you know, amenities, things like that, too. You know, pools, tennis courts, of course, HOA dues, because that will come up at closing. Do you ever pull Um, criminal reports? Um, so one of the things that we look at, there's a website that, um, tells you where, um, registered sex offenders live. And so I will look at that probably every couple of weeks or so, because it's for me, I've got kids, and of then, course. But would, would you, would you then tell your buyers? Absolutely. Did absolutely. Scare them off? Or did some so of them far say- I've never had anyone get scared off. Um, you know, that, look, here's like a report like that. Um, is that you never know the whole story, right? Exactly. A That's person could have been 18. Right. And dating a 17-year-old. And dating a 17 right. or a 16-year-old. And, then they're, old, the right. and then they're on the list for the rest of their freaking life. Right. Um, so there are there are a couple of those kind of things. But yes, it definitely helps um, to look at those kind of things. But, um, you know, a, your neighborhood, HOA fees, um, amenities, schools, bus stops. When I'm selling a house, if I know that the bus stop is right in front of my client's house, mm-hmm. I make sure and tell everybody. It, because it, it's it's always been a plus. Yeah, you don't think about things like that. So it's yeah. good to have a realtor like yep. Jonathan to help you with this. Thank things. you for asking <laughs> me to elaborate on my answer. Exactly. Okay, so um, do you recommend that they look at several houses before they purchase one? Yeah. And then I have a kind of an interesting question for you. What's the most houses you've shown to a buyer? Oh, God. Well, why didn't you ask me that question? Because you're not a realtor. And you're not paying attention either. (laughs) No, I am paying attention, but I'm still... Really? You got a freaking map quest open on your damn phone. (laughs) I'm looking at sex offenders. Oh, my God. (laughs) To see if there's one near your new house? (laughs) 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next door. What do you do that. now? <laughs> You're out of your option period. No, I didn't ask you that because he shows houses. You don't show houses. I was asking him how many houses he's shown before, like the most. Like I've heard of some realtors. I've shown him 37 houses. I, yeah, I would say probably one client. Um, we probably looked at 40 to 50 houses. Wow. And that was in the span of like Did they buy a week. something? Yeah, they bought okay. something. In a week? Bought, yeah, that was in yeah. the span of about a week. Um, because we were doing between eight and 12 houses a day. Wow. Yeah. How I, do you hit eight and 12 houses a day? That's... You're a logistic magician. Wow. You must yeah. be. That's crazy. You're, you're good at what you do. Yeah. That's how you do it. Did you ever get frustrated with them? Um, <laughs> I mean, were some I mean, of the houses, were they that different? Um, no, but you know, this was, I don't know, four or five years ago. And, and there was, um, a lot of, t a lot of inventory in a very hot market. Well, that's true. We don't, we can't do that and nowadays. No, right there. now you don't yeah. have it, but, um, there was a lot of inventory and in, in a hot market. And so, um, you know, you're not married to one neighborhood and true. maybe you're so you got kind a, of like a five mile radius. That yeah. You can go yeah. Five yeah. mile radius. And yeah. you, you know, you have 5,000 houses, um, you wow. know, and all those. So anyway, See, that's why I can't be. That's why you do what you do and I do what I do. Cause I, I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather sit there and crunch the numbers you, and you show them the yeah. I just, yeah. I can't. And, um. and you try to, and, and the thing, when you do that with clients, every day you tell them, you know, you give them all the information, all of the handouts and they're making that's notes every house you go to. Yeah. Absolutely. You put them back at their hotel and you tell them tonight, I want you all to look at this list and think of what your top two are. Because the goal is before y'all leave out of town or by the end of this week, we've narrowed it down to like five. Right. And then we can go look at those five again or let's talk. Well, and you said this is four or five years ago. The house has stayed. Now they don't, you know, yeah. you show them one. You need to make an offer now. Yeah, so exactly. Things are this interesting. How things yeah. change. So how many do you think you should look at <laughs> before you purchase? Or how many would you look at? I mean, I don't need to look at any set. I mean, I do a lot of looking like online. So for me, I'm more about the subdivision, the area of the subdivision. Not so much the house <clears throat> itself. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. what would entice me to look at other homes would obviously be an inspection report being terrible. That was the next question. It was if you should invest in a professional inspection. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah, and I agree. Absolutely. Always get an inspection. Yeah. When I, we, as just so y'all know, we don't require it as lenders. And no, I don't want it. Don't email it to me. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't well, believe how many times a borrower says, you want my inspection report? No. And I would take it to a step further with my clients because if the house has a pool, then you want to make sure you have that pool, pool inspection. inspection. Right. A water um, septic, you it, want that. Yeah. If you live near the water, then you want to have um, mold inspection. You right. want to have an AC company. So the the redfish inspections, Brian and Brian, you know, those are mm -hmm. good general inspections, um, but that's all they are. So if you want to oh, dive further, absolutely. If you want to go further, you need to plan that from day one and, you know, you're going to have you know, ABC go out there and inspect it, but you want to have a mechanical inspection. You want to have a pool inspection. Yeah. So you want to make sure further. that, I mean, those people need to be, well, they're already under contract. You know, but I, do that. <clears throat> I just was thinking about the cost of that. If you do one and then it busts out and then you got to do another one. How that's do you, just the price of doing it. Yeah. It's, I mean, is I that mean, how that's you just explain the price of buying a house? Is, yeah. You just tell them it's the price of <clears throat> like, buying a house. I feel like, you know, a realtor <clears throat> should, you know, definitely, um, you know, disclose that it is, you know, something that they're going to be, you know, that's going to be their cost. And should it be bad and should it bust out? Like, 
Because do people flip out on you and you tell them an inspection's $535? Yeah. Yeah. Like Ashley said, it's just part of the process. I mean, it's just a given. You're going to have to do it. Now, yeah, you can go and spend 250 bucks. Well, I know those inspectors too. And that's the... I don't know any of those. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they're... Fly by night. Fly by nights and you don't get nearly as many things and you're probably going to miss some things. But I I went one step ahead. I mean, I did do an inspection report, but I also had my ac like my personal ac guy come and mm-hmm. say okay does this match up and oh, okay. there Check were the some inspector. things that didn't match hmm. that you know things that the inspection was calling to be far worse than you know it really was yeah which it is what it is i mean at the end of the day the inspector is there to you know represent the buyer and to show them every single thing but i also think that in the inspection process that the real tour should um educate the buyers as well like don't be alarmed don't freak out like there's going to be so much stuff on this inspection mm-hmm. report little mini that, things yeah you oh, know yeah. that just cost five dollars to fix it's not a make we or break situation seller, right. Right. Yeah. right yeah yeah that's why i like when you guys just say you know ask for two three grand or whatever it is i and, prefer that yeah all let's day move long. on and you fix it so that's cool okay yeah. well uh do buy st- do buy based on needs not wants both you think about that yeah i agree both you think both why um well everybody starts in my opinion everybody starts off with the list of wants they probably should start with the list of needs first right um but it is nice to to, have three bedrooms or yeah yeah yeah. um that's your essentials but it's nice to get some of the wants yeah you know granted or you know i mean come on you know location number of bedrooms you know those are your needs um schools um the ones or maybe some bells and whistles the wood floors and you which know, i can do a pretties. renovation loan for you <laughs> we can <laughs> we can get you that's why we and, still uh, realtors loan. Tr- yeah old and homes that's, we can do that and yeah. it's always it's always so awesome whenever you know your wants and your needs come together that's, and i feel oh, yeah, like yeah. you know patience buyers patience is the key because you know of course a buyer has a list of all of these things that they want all of these things that they need a lot of the things that they may need they actually don't really need they're really mm-hmm. more of a want um and yeah they get them confused True. if you yeah. just wait um then you may get the full shebang you know yep. and that's funny because the next one was don't buy a house for its decor i oh. am on top of my game I right now i don't know why you'd buy a house for its. De- i mean i'm not sure for what decor that really means. yeah because that decor is gonna be gone it sells it unless they're talking about like crown molding and stuff is that what they're talking about well maybe I, granite and floors yeah well, that's kind of the well, well so. okay let me what do you think that give means? my opinion because i know y'all really we value it. Know it um <laughs> so no here's what happens all right i go and show ashley's house right okay. let's say it's on the market i and would it's never got let you in my house fabu- <laughs> and it's got fabulous decor right decorations okay. okay decorations exactly okay can you say decor and it's not a birthday party no he was explaining that because when i said what does that mean so i got you okay <laughs> So the You're buyers so go set today. So the buyers go in this house and Ashley has left because she doesn't need to be there. That's eight thirty. Okay, we got that. You, know, you don't need be to be there. there. Yeah. And so um, the thing is, the decor helps sell it, right? And because it looks staging, pretty. if you will. Right. Yeah. But do people really think that's going to stay? That's, yeah. I guess that's my. It's, it's, everything's no. negotiable. <laughs> Look, people. A lot of people don't have the vision, and and it's not about whether they think it's going to stay or it's going to go. They just see it and they're like, oh my gosh, it feels so homey. The layout. 
everything feels so homey. I love how they decorated this and I love how they decorated that. And the funny thing is that I, that literally happens. You go to closing, you get the keys, you go back to that house with no freaking furniture in it. And, you're like, and then uh, they're you're deflated. Yeah. Yes. And they fell in love with the decor. Fall in love with the house. Fall in love yeah. that that list of needs. The bones. Yeah, the needs mm-hmm. has to come first, and it, and people get caught up in the pretties mm-hmm. of these houses, and and kudos to the seller, and kudos to the seller's agent because yeah, it worked. It worked. Yeah. Do you value staging? Absolutely. And I do it well because you can explain like you personally. Um. No. 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 I'm. I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna no i'm i'm not a stager by any means but i know what works and what doesn't so um no i will actually have a stager come in and walk a house you know with so would you rather sell a house that's vacant or one that's staged that's a great question (laughs) because i'm curious i I get asked that i know i know my answer as a buyer yeah and so i'm curious like is it harder i think mine was vacant and i preferred it that way because i could actually see beyond the. it's good and bad and and i what do I prefer? The right decor in the right house yeah. makes all the difference. But if you have like really um, bad decor, you walk in the house, it's yeah. a disaster. You can't see beyond that. The the property I sold last year that had been on the market with another agent for like a year. And when I walked it with them, I said, you got to get all this shit out of here. Mm-hmm. Because it was all like 19, <laughs> you know, 80s decor. And we got it all emptied out and everything and it helped it sell. Yeah. It made all the difference you in the world. You should have seen my house. Yeah. Holy moly. It was empty. It was and I do virtual staging wow. too. So, you know. You do what? Virtual staging. Oh, so that's like a my good photographer. Idea. Yeah. So I have I, I have one of my listings that's vacant and but if you pull up the pictures, I have several rooms that are virtually staged. Huh. That's actually kind of When cool. I bought my first house, it was being lived in. And it's her parents. Not by my wow. parents. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> He's a child. We did not get through one show without y'all insulting each other. Um, <laughs> anyway, it, it was really hard for me to see past because it was so outdated. And, she didn't want to leave home. Um, <laughs> I didn't outdated. live at home. <laughs> I'm not that much younger than you. Uh, anyway, back to me. Um <laughs> It was hard. It was it was really hard for me to see past like their taste and decor and their paint and all of those things. And dark blue, you know, it (laughs) went with their furniture. And Mm -hmm. so it made it was even worse the day I walked in with it empty. And I'm like, oh, no. And now it's the house that I'm buying is vacant. And it's just. A complete canvas. I mean, the floors are done. The walls, the whole house is painted white. And so now I can really like. You can have a vision. Yeah. It's not as stressful, I feel like. Because, you know, when when you're buying a house that you know you're going to have to do floors, you know you're going to paint, you know all this Mm -hmm. stuff, you feel like you have to move in strategically because you're about to go through all this stuff. Yeah. Then paint, then put them in. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Um, And that's funny because the next one was basically don't trust everything you read in a real estate ad. Now, what I get from that is. I don't know how old this is, but like online, um, you were talking about what, pictures. description. The yeah, page? well, the pictures. You know how you can. Oh my gosh! And they're so what, wide. Yeah, wide angled and makes everything look real long and. Right. Do you do that, so, Jonathan? That's why they say don't trust my everything. It's not necessarily uses, don't trust everything you read, but maybe har. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to read through that to see exactly what they're referring uh, to. I think because, they're referring to you know how you read the description and it 
they use all those buzzwords and stuff. Well, that and well, you can like, wait. <laughs> but that's open good. concept, you know. I mean, it's good marketing. Does that mean, there's a hole in the wall. <laughs> the one thing know, that good I don't. Bones. What does that <laughs> yeah. really mean? Yeah, exactly. I don't, the yeah. one thing that I don't really mean. care for in um, in the pictures the description. You know, it is what it is. I feel like it's every realtor's job to to kind do that description. You know, make it sound. It's, yeah. They're representing their seller, and they need to say nice things about the house. Mm-hmm. Period. This house is old and a piece of crap. But. <laughs> The pictures <laughs> that bother me is that, you know, they'll have pictures taken with a wide lens. It makes the room look gigantic. You look and at the you square walk footage in, you're like, and you're Whoa. like, no way. Yeah. No, you're not. that. So, stupid. right. I mean, that just takes me to a place of like, okay, they're already not being honest right, here. Already I can see that there's X amount of bedrooms and bathrooms, but the pictures only show this it's and this. What are feet. they hiding? <laughs> yeah. So you're cynic. No, I kind of, she's a That's woman. I agree with her. That's yeah. coming from you. Yeah. Hilaire. That's just, look, we do our job to sell the house and get people in the door. And whether the photographer's using a wide angle lens or, you know, makes you the room look bigger or anything like that. that. You know, <laughs> if it's your house that I'm selling, which I never will, but I, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but you know, you're gonna you're gonna look at the photos and you're gonna go, "Wow, that looks awesome, Jonathan." Because that's our job. Our job is to get people in that door and sell your. Well, house. I know you want to make it look good, but I, you know what we should do? We should go through horror and like get the descriptions and rewrite them to what they really. Well, need. clearly with this defense <laughs> we hilarious. have going on, we need to go straight to Jonathan's <laughs> and he, find all his listings and rewrite them. With it, what does it really mean? Do it. Okay, last one. Don't buy it. the most expensive house on the block. Well, I would say don't do that just because we may have a problem with the appraisal. But Well, I say do because I probably have it listed. <laughs> God. That was pretty funny, John. I have good. to give you props there. There you go. Yeah. It was, of, it was good. Yeah. I have a case in point. I can. Anyway. Um, and let us guess. It's the not The high-rise condo. <laughs> the million-dollar condo. Yeah. Um, most. Uh, anyway. Um, no, it's great advice, though. It really is great advice. I tell people that all the time. You don't want to be the most expensive house in the neighborhood. You don't have to be the most expensive. Just be the prettiest. Okay, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, and you know, it's not even the biggest house in the neighborhood or anything. You know, I mean, it's just, I I think, what is their motivation? Again, you know, are they, do they have the money? Do they don't care? Do they not, you know, do they don't care? Does that make sense? No, but we're not surprised. Some of my freaking brilliance-ness. Brilliance-ness. Okay, now I'm just making shit up. Literally every time I come do this um, podcast, I leave feeling so smart. About smarter, smarter about yourself, or smart because I just educated you on like all these all things. Smarter words. because I've just sat around with you. <sighs> she's calling you dumb. I no, she's like it. it's like osmosis. You know, she's like feeling my brilliance. You know, and just sucks it right in. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was he even saying? I don't care. <laughs> no, you don't want to be the most expensive house in the neighborhood. You don't want to buy the most. You don't want to buy the most expensive house. Okay. Yeah. Well, and and if you're trying to sell the most expensive house in the neighborhood, then it becomes relative to your square footage and all that other kind of variables, right. you know, because you can be the most expensive house in the neighborhood if you're selling it and not the most expensive price per square foot. And you look like a damn good deal. Mm-hmm. Well, so, again, from my perspective, you got to be careful about the appraisal and being overbuilt for the neighborhood. That's always a exactly a big thing so uh, I, be that's a whole nother conversation yeah. whenever you're pricing a house to sell an appraiser it, one day and talking to people i do need to drag an appraiser because you were saying bad things about appraisers on a oh my show gosh i want to kill a couple ago. of them 
I know, but I need to bring one in to give you the they're truth. They're so damn stubborn. But they're not opinionated like you think. I mean, they are oh, in well, really? they are in some manners, but they their can't. Their ego be. and pride is worse than Ashley's. <laughs> no, that mean, is absolutely that is, not true. Okay, There's, yours is the most. No, no, no. That's no, not true either. Now. They have a lot but of rules. But appraisers, now that they, can't do that. they can't just pull crap out of their butt. No, they can't. It has to be verified now. No, that's not why. <laughs> that's not why me. their <laughs> ego and pride is so bad. Their ego that's and pride is so bad. They don't. They will not, for whatever reasons, ever want. They don't want to go back and look like they made a mistake. I have not met one appraiser who's no, ever admitted to making a mistake. Yeah, and, I don't know that I've. And it's our job to catch mistake. those mistakes. It's our job to if it doesn't. Well, if you have meet a better value, comp or something that you can yeah. provide, but sometimes they can't find them if it's a for sale by owner. Do you fight you most appraisers? Um, I'm not bad ones. Good. Everyone. Every bad appraisal that I've ever gotten, I fought. And won. Well, and you should. I, I haven't always won. In fact, I lost clients because, uh, for example, an appraiser last summer um, for you know the lender for my buyer, and it was a big bank, so lots of mistakes. <laughs> um, but the guy who came out um, didn't give it its value. We were off by like fifty grand. You know, wow. from the purchase price, wow. and it was like a you know seven fifty house, and so he came in at seven hundred. My guys go, well, then that's what it's worth. And then we start looking at it. He didn't give square footage on something on the first floor that was air conditioned. Um, I quoted the code and everything. He wouldn't change it. Pride. Um, the house has a um, a Spanish tile roof. He gave it value of a composition roof. You're talking fifty grand right there. There, and those are just two things. Can you go above? We we got well. Here's what some he would not ever change anything, and the bank Wells Fargo would not request a second appraisal. Yeah, see that's what they we stood differ. by their appraiser because he stood his ground and refused to change the see, value. And that's where that's why you need to use. Prime. But they lose money. <laughs> they would have got more money from the buyer had they got done in a second appraisal. Yep. So it's, we fought it. It's Wells Fargo. It's we fought it for literally a month. The seller the stood time. by us and said, we know it's wrong. We hear you. We'll give you more time. Mm-hmm. And we fought it, fought it, fought it. Um, and every time we would feel like there was an, another like light of hope, then we said, okay, I'm surprised okay, would not let okay. you order another appraisal. Nope. Nope. So we nope. have a head appraiser Stubbornness. that will look at it and make that call. But yeah. Most of the time yeah. she'll... If it's, if it's had, truly the, we usually get it worked out. I rarely have those issues. That's I had, I had uh, another one last year at the beginning of the year that was a measurement mistake and it was on a one story house. Well, that's easy. To How do solve? you screw that yeah. up? Right. <laughs> that's easy. To we solve. had three. So we got his appraisal back. I had measurements from three prior measurements from previous appraisals, inspections, surveys. So we had three other things documenting what the square footage should have been. Mm-hmm. And this guy was off by like 200 square feet. Do 200 square feet at a hundred dollars a square yeah. foot, you know, That's a big jump, $20,000. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, but the guy would not, would not, would not, he wouldn't remeasure, would not go back and remeasure. Wow. Stood by his measurements from, from the absolute. That's why we, I like our appraisers. I mean, we do, you know, you have that, you know, HVCC, you have a list, but we get to yeah. pick like 15 of them and stick them on the list. They don't want to, they don't want to go back out there because of their own pride or they're worried about having a little black mark next to their name saying we made a mistake once. They're really not all that way though. (laughs) They're not not all that way. Seriously. (laughs) No, they're not all that way. But if you want to bring one of them in, um, if you want to bring one of them in that is like this 
super, you know, flexible guy that says, you know, oh yeah, I wouldn't have done that or oh, I would have done Why this do you right. Why do care about this man's flexibility? <laughs> God, and here we well, go. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm mm, no comment. All right, with that, I'm trying to keep the show clean. I was saying, let's wrap this up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't <no>. insult your brazier. <laughs> Well, we will. Lori and I will take you up on that challenge. Do you want to solve yeah, some will. of this? And no. Okay. And we will bring in. We'll bring in a, a great yeah, appraiser. He's really good. That's so. flexible. Yeah. That is flexible. Mm. And he will change your mind. Uh, I don't. Your mind about appraising. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to wrap this up? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> this was a lightning round. Yeah, well, it didn't go as fast as we thought. So anyway, you've been listening to The State of Real Estate, and we will check back with you guys next week. I'm Ashley Womack. (laughs) I'm Jonathan Control. And I'm Laurie Kobach. Have a good day. Bye.